This podcast contains discussions and descriptions of a sexual nature. If you are under 18 or you are easily offended, please move on and find a podcast all about Disney movies. Otherwise, come and join us. Welcome to the Pineapple Code Podcast. I am Mr. H. And I am Mrs. H. And we are a married couple who have decided to embark on an adventure into the swinging lifestyle to see where it takes us. In each episode, we will discuss our thoughts, feelings, experiences, and what we learn along the way. So please listen in and join us on our journey. Now on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of The Pineapple Code. My name is Mrs H. And I'm Mr H. And welcome back. It's been a while again since our last episode. We're kind of, <laughs> we're really rubbish at getting these things out on time, aren't we dear? We are. Yeah. But anyway, so we're at episode 7. Um, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about, ooh, my favourite, more toys. More toys. Yep, more toys, the necklace that you you um, purchased me. All right, so, well, okay, let's start. We, we've been doing a whole bunch of things uh, and having lots of conversations and stuff over the last few weeks since our last episode. So we've got a huge list of things here that we're going to talk about. Um, and you're right, Mrs. H, let's talk about, let's start with the first thing. Obviously, um, I've been buying you some more toys. This is kind of leading on from the stuff we did a little while ago and some of the posts we put up on Twitter and some of the things we spoke about in some of our last couple of episodes. I've been buying you toys. Which is the latest toy I bought you? Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's a a toy on a necklace. It is – oh, what is it called again? Actually, I can't remember the actual name of it. <laughs> I got it from uh, Love Honey So because I already bought you another one um, like a, about a year or so ago, uh, and that one was – that was The Crave. And that's the name of the company was Crave. And it was quite an expensive one. It was like, you know, gold plated and everything. It looked really awesome. But the problem was we lost the charging cable for it. I lost the charging cable for it. Yeah. And it was like a proprietary type plug. You couldn't just go and grab any USB-C cable and plug in and get this thing to charge. This thing had like this little screw fixer on the end of it. So I had gone onto the Crave website and I had looked to buy an extra cable and the cable was going to cost me it's like $10 US it was dirt cheap but it was like $50 to get it delivered from the US to Australia so when you did all the conversion it cost me like about $80 for this one single little cable and this cable is tiny and actually you know shout out to Crave here when it did turn up they actually gave me two I only ordered one now I don't know whether they threw that in as an extra one because they felt sorry for me paying such a ridiculous price to get the thing from America to to Australia or if somebody just made a mistake. But either way, thank you very much. I now have two charging cables. But in the meantime, Love Honey had also put up a very similar sort of necklace and I thought, well, why not? Let's try it. So I bought it. Yep, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. It's just like wearing a pendant on your necklace and nobody will know the difference unless they've bought one. Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing about it though, wasn't it, when it turned up and I've opened this thing up, it had the same charging cable as the one we were missing. Yeah, it's exactly right. So I could have bought this one. I bought this from Love Honey for like $90 or something. I think I got on special, whatever it was. 
So I could have just bought that instead of spending the money on buying spare cables. I could have just bought that and I would have been right. And you'd <laughs> have two toys plus my single charging cable. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so it's pretty cool, isn't it? It is. It's very, very cool. Yep, I've just got to keep going somewhere very nice so I could wear it. Is that a hint? It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble already. I'm going to have to take her out somewhere now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's uh, so how like we've tried it, haven't we? So what did you think about it? It was awesome. I mean, admittedly, we have only tried it at home. We haven't really taken it anywhere, have we? No, we haven't gone out anywhere with it. No, no. So maybe tonight's the night. All right. <laughs> Looks like some fun tonight then. Uh, if he's lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's all right. Isn't it? Like, is, you know, is it, I mean, obviously it's only small, so it's not super powerful or anything, but. No, but it looks good. Yeah, looks cool. <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a bit of a secret, you know, you're wearing that thing and nobody really knows. Yeah, unless they've got one themselves. Unless they've got one themselves. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so we've been buying more toys or we've been looking at buying more toys and we've got plans to buy some more in the coming weeks which it will get to a little bit later in this episode we talk about what we've got coming up um some of the other things that we've been doing uh, we talked about in the last episode i think it was last episode i can't quite remember we never go back and listen to our episodes to be honest <laughs> so i don't like the sound of sound of my voice <laughs> yeah so if i go back and you know yeah um, we don't listen so <laughs> so we might repeat things sometimes we go oh we actually said that last episode you know other than the notes we've got written down here but um, I'm pretty sure we did talk about the sexy list. Uh, and I can see it in the list for last episode, so we must have talked about it. So the sexy list, um, if you haven't heard the last podcast, was basically me sending a list to Mrs. H uh, each morning um, and listing down maybe some sexy questions or some sexy things I'd like her to try out and do or you know some challenges and stuff like that. And we were kind of having a bit of fun with that. But this time we decided to reverse it. That's right. So I was the one who was sending the sexy list as opposed to Mr. H. Yes. And to be honest, I didn't realise how hard it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> I was making up all these questions going, yeah, this would be cool. And I'd send it through thinking, yep. you know. And then, of course, I'd wonder why it would take all day before I got a response for some of them. And I'd, what's wrong with you? Why can't you know, just answer the questions, right? Well, that's because I was probably at work. Yeah, I know. But it was kind of a good distraction from work. <laughs> but obviously, as I have found out, um, it's actually not so easy to answer some of the questions <laughs> I was writing. At least the questions that came back for me were not difficult, but I had to really think about it, you know, and which was good because it helps us communicate much better, you know, sending these texts backwards and forwards, asking weird questions and stuff like that. So it's been fun. Why don't you give an example of some of the questions I asked? Uh, now you can put me on the spot. <laughs> oh, this is the first time. I don't, don't usually get put on the spot. It's usually no. you who get, gets put on the spot. Okay, some of the questions I asked. Oh, you asked. Okay. Um, so, well, one of the questions you asked in the last list was about a sexual position that we might like to try. Yep. Um, so, and we said, well, you know, we had never done, uh, what was it? it's called reverse cowgirl. Correct. How bad is that? I can't even think of the names of the positions. <laughs> we are such newbies. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that was something, that was a question you asked. So I thought, okay, what would I like to try? Okay, here's something we've never done before. So I'd reply that, you know, or there were some questions about um, what sort of girls 
you know, I find attractive. Um, obviously, Mrs. H, I find very attractive. But, <laughs> you know, outside of Mrs. H, what sort of things do I find attractive? So I then, you know, send back uh, a little bit of information about that or send some photos I'd find online about, you know, the sort of things that I'd, I'd find interesting and attractive. And, um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. It was because one of the lists I sent you had about 10 questions on it, didn't it? Yeah. Now, for a little bit of context, I was working from home that day. It's not very often in my industry that I work in, not very often I get to work from home. Um, so this particular day, I was able to work from home and that was why we kind of reversed the whole idea of the list and sent it back to me. And I can honestly say I did not get much work done. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I spent most of my day on that list. And I got to admit, I definitely enjoyed working on that list way more than what I should have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> if only my employer could hear me now. That's it. You're so naughty. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. So we that's something we've been doing a lot of and we've kind of enjoyed doing that. And I've actually got a new game. I haven't tried it yet, uh, so I don't know much about it. I've just literally started looking at it a little bit. Um, it's an app and it's called Spicer. And it's kind of the same sort of thing. You send questions to each other and you like them or dislike them and stuff like that. And you can send dares and stuff. I don't know much about it, so I'm not going to talk too much about that yet until I've played around with it. Maybe that'll be something we'll talk about in another episode. But that looks kind of a bit interesting and a bit fun as well. Yeah, and that was from one of the questions that I asked you, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you wanted to uh, – what games can we play that we haven't played before that's so, right and i thought oh this is one i literally downloaded yesterday <laughs> great minds think alike <laughs> it's one i prepared earlier <laughs> yeah so that was cool um all right moving on with our list honestly we've got such a huge list today i don't want to be rushing through it but um we got some stuff that i think are kind of important to talk about um right on my list here i've got this, this is something, I'm going to try and explain this. We've had a good talk about this, Mrs. H and I, um, about the way I feel about this. This came up from when I was editing the last episode. So in the last episode, if I can remember right, and again, this, was, this happened a few weeks back now, so I'm trying to remember. But in the last episode, we talked about my goals. And one of my goals was obviously um, ladies' night. Pretty sure that was still in the episode. And that was for me, not for Mr. H. That's right. Now, if that was not in the episode, yes, my goal <laughs> is Ladies Night, which is a club event where it's just the ladies. And I would like to take Mrs. H or drop her off for that. Um, I'm pretty sure I did explain that. I know we had other goals as well. Um, goals. One of my goals was to, by the end of the year, for Mrs. H to have an experience with another lady. And we chatted about that and whether or not, you know, what that, what constitutes that experience. And we said, even if it is just kissing another girl, that would constitute that. And that would, we could tick that goal off. So I was talking about those last episode. I'm pretty sure I was. When I was editing the podcast and I was spending a lot of time editing it because we were, we have terrible mic technique. So <laughs> what he's referring to is that I've got terrible mic technique. <laughs> yes, yes. Mrs. H keeps pulling the mic away. So I'm sitting there manually editing this this podcast, trying to get the volume somewhat um, consistent. I now know, I, I and I should have known this a long time ago, but I now know there's a plugin which I have installed now on my Logic setup. Um, it's called uh, Vocal Rider by Waves. And it will automatically do that for me. So this episode shouldn't take me too long to edit. But anyway, 
getting back to my editing. So I'm editing and I'm listening to myself talk about these goals. And this is a bit, it's kind of hard to explain. I think it's hard to explain anyway. So I'm listening to myself talk about this idea of ladies night. And I have said numerous times, you know, since we've started embarking on this adventure that, you know, my pleasure is your pleasure. Your pleasure is my pleasure, I should say. So I gain pleasure from Mrs. H having pleasure. And when I, when I mean what I mean about that is like if we were out, let's say we go to a club and you know we get to have some sexy times with another girl, uh, and Mrs H is having a good time, I'm having a good time because she is. Now that's because I'm actively engaging that. Now I might not be sexually engaging in that. I might just be standing there watching or you know being the the the, yeah, the creepy guy in the corner <laughs> hopefully not but you know the the fact that i'm there and mrs h is having a good time that makes me feel happy right and i think that's a good thing but what i discovered when i was listening to myself talk about that same sort of idea last episode at least i think i did um was that i actually found i was getting turned on by the idea of mrs h going to ladies night having fun but I'm not involved in it, if that makes sense. Mm. So my my initial idea of ladies' night was always the idea that, you know, you get to go there, you get to have some fun. You know, the kind of fun that obviously as a man, I can't I can't replicate that because I just don't have the you know, the biology for it. Um, and it was just like that idea of this is a good way for you to have that opportunity. And I'd I'll be happy for you if you did that, right? But I found listening to myself talk about it that that not only was I happy for that, I actually found that a turn on. And that was for me, it's kind of you know a bit of a revelation. I didn't expect that to happen. And we haven't even done anything yet, right? We haven't been to any events or nothing yet. You know, this is all still hypothetical, you know. Um, but I did find myself thinking that would be really sexy. And I actually really kind of was getting turned on by the idea of you being off somewhere else without my input at all having those sexy times with other ladies yep and as you were telling me you were still getting hard weren't you i was when we were talking about it and i you know it was it was just you know different um and i i hope i'm trying to explain this correctly because you know all again all the way through i've said that you know mrs h's pleasure is my pleasure that's what you know she's having a good time i'm having a good time but this was just different it was Something I really didn't expect. And I was like, wow, you know, that's definitely going in for the goals. We're going for that goal. <laughs> <laughs> but going for that goal now for, for an extra reason as well, you know, and we, we talked about it, didn't we? We did. We did. In fact, from memory, we were in the car and you kept on taking all the scenic route on the way home because we were talking and you didn't want the conversation to end. That's right. Yeah, I didn't want the conversation to end because it was it was a really really good talk, um, and this is as we're going through this adventure. This is one thing we're finding we having these talks, and we, you know, we have the shadow. We told talked about shadow many times. Trying to find time to have these talks is really hard. So when you do get that opportunity, we were coming home from dinner. It was just the two of us. We're in the car and we're talking about these things. It's like well. If once we get home, the shadow is there. This conversation is going to end, but there's still more that can be said, and we can still explore this more. Yeah, and for those who who um who are tuning in for the first time, the shadow is our daughter. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we we have a couple of kids, and and 
the shadow is our daughter and we call her the shadow because every time you think you've got a free spare moment, you turn around and she's there. <laughs> and we do love her very, very we do much. Love her very much. But she just has this inkling and a force. Like even like recording this episode, I yeah, you know, I had plans of doing this the other day, but then of course, you know, and we had some plans of having some sexy time together. And then of course she found a way to make sure she was in the room the entire time. And no matter where we went, she would follow. <laughs> Almost like she had a sixth sense. That's right. So yeah, we, we love her very much, but man, it does drive us nuts. So getting back to the conversation. So having that conversation was really, really good. And this has been hugely beneficial to us all the way through this adventure, being able to have these conversations and get through the whole conversation without being interrupted. That's right. Yeah. Now, also part of that same conversation, though, uh, came up about, and this was this was your your suggestion, was about the, the club visits. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's you wanna, right. You want to tell the listeners all about this. So this is Mrs. H's plan, and I, I am all for this plan. I'm <laughs> definitely not going to say no to this plan, but I just want to put it out there because generally this sort of thing that we're about to talk about is the sort of thing that usually gets, well, I'm assuming anyway, I shouldn't say generally is, but I'm assuming it's the sort of thing that bring, gets brought up by the, the man in the relationship most of the time. Well, basically we were just talking and then um, we were, yeah, we were talking about, well, what happens if we go to a swingers club and so forth. And um, actually, can, can I just correct you? Oh, okay. it wasn't a matter of what happens if. Uh, when. When, yeah. Okay, then. You, you okay, I'll rephrase that. that. <laughs> I'll rephrase that then. So, we were talking about when we go to a swingers club and could or um, couldn't, you know, may not happen, basically. Um, so anyhow, I said to Mr. H that basically, well, you know, if we go to the first time, Ed, nothing happens. Well, it doesn't matter because we can just go again and, and see what transpires. And um, yeah, and Mr. H had the biggest grin on his face. <laughs> yeah, but you, you basically pointed out and you said this, so if it doesn't work out, then we go again. And if it doesn't work out the second time, we go again. And we basically keep on going until we find our niche, niche, our mojo, whatever it is. Um, you know, and I was obviously, I thought, that's, that's cool. I'm quite happy to do that. Yeah, because yeah. for us, it's all about baby steps where, you know, we've embarked, what, almost 12, ye uh, 12 years, 12 months on, you know, thinking and talking and researching and but we also had an agreement that if this adventure was to jeopardise our relationship, then we would take a step back from the adventure. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. So for me, it was pretty exciting to have this conversation where here I've got, you know, Mrs. H now telling me that we're going to keep on going to these clubs until we get it right, you know, and I couldn't imagine that 12 months ago. No, definitely not. And for us, you know, because we've been talking about different scenarios and, um, yeah, and basically for us, you know, we may go, we might just decide in the end that, you know what, watching is just our thing. Yeah, that could be it. Or just, you know, fucking each other is just our thing. Yeah, that could be it. Although, as I have said to you on numerous times, I severely doubt that's going to happen. What, for you or for me? For you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we talked about this and I think that, um, yeah, I mean, obviously we are obviously going to be open to whatever this journey, whatever it is, you know, wherever it goes, we're open to all of that. Um, but I just think that, you know, you are going to have such a good time um, 
when we get to that point, when you get to have you know some sexy time with another lady, you're going to enjoy it so much that I don't see us going backwards, if that makes sense. And you'll just be grinning like a, Chesh- a Cheshire cat when I tell you all about the adventure. That's right, yeah. So that was the other thing we talked about too, is going back to that, that other point about the ladies' night. And we talked about this idea that even that and we'll talk about how I was feeling about this idea and that I thought even if I'm dropping you off and I go off to a hotel room or you know I go and go to a local bar or something have a few drinks and I meet you back at the hotel room and then you coming back and telling me all about it I would find extremely exciting yes and um believe me when I say this when when Mr H was telling me all about that he had a raging heart on (laughs) <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. And again, it was just, it was unexpected, but you know, that's one of those things, which is really great. I mean, we've, we were talking only the other day about how much we've changed in ourselves and in our relationship in the last 12 months. We have, haven't we? It's almost like, you know, 22, 23 years later, we're rediscovering each other again, being that proverbial first date or the first few dates. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I think that's that's had a, a big impact on the way we look at things, what we've been doing. So already, even even if we weren't to go any further, which obviously we are going to go further, but even if we weren't, even if we, for whatever reason we decided, no, we're going to stop it tomorrow, the fact that we have grown in our relationship and our relationship is better now than it was even 12 months ago. And it was great 12 months ago. Don't get me wrong. It's not, not saying it was bad. It was fantastic 12 months ago, but it's even better now. It's been a great adventure to be on. It has been. And we've got COVID to thank for that because if it wasn't for the fact that I was isolating. That's right. This wouldn't have come up. <laughs> this wouldn't have come up. <laughs> yeah, this wouldn't have come up. Anyway, so on to uh, a few other things that have been going on. Um, the swinger bag. Tell us ah, about it. Ah, the swinger bag. So, so the other part of our research that we've been undertaking is what does one take to a club? Yeah, that's right. And we also, and we, we were listening to. Sexless Swingers. Sexless Swingers, that's right. And they were discussing a, um, a swingers bag. Yeah. So they, in one of their episodes, they talked about swinger bag. Um, and then later on, they've decided to change the name. And they've now called it the fuck sack. <laughs> well, this is it. And naively, I typed in swingers bag into Google and the first result I got back was um, it's actually a bag made by Oriton. <laughs> yeah, stupid <laughs> not expensive, for, right? <laughs> that's right. But not as a swingers bag per se. It was just the name of the um, the brand. Yeah, name of the, name of the bag. Name Oriton. of the bag. That's right. Yeah. But so we've been looking into that. So. Tell the listeners, Mrs. H, what what have you found out about the swinger bag? Oh. What do we end up buying? Oh, what did we end up buying? So I bought a a cute leather bag, didn't I? Yeah. And then and then we've made a list about all the different things that we want to put in there. So you know, condoms and lube and. Oh, what else? Wet wipes. What else did we have in there? I don't know. You made the list. I made the list, didn't <laughs> I? <laughs> Mrs. H likes making lists. I, I do make lists. I do I make, make it up l- on the spot. That's right. I make lots of lists. But, we will, but we've also been researching. We do a lot of research in this household. Um, we've also been researching as to, you know, what else does one 
put in a swingers bag, you know, fresh underwear. Yep. Lube, like I said, condoms, hand sanitizer, wipes. If anyone else has got any ideas. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. Tell us what we should be putting in this, this uh, swinger bag. <laughs> the other thing too is we ordered, you ordered the swinger bag. When it turned up, it, it was smaller than what you thought it was. Didn't That's it? right. Actually, I don't know what size I was expecting because I don't know what you actually put in these things That's and right, whether yeah. or not you actually carry the bag with you into the room or whether or not the bag goes into a locker or. So I think we'll, I think we'll go into the locker, won't it? I think everything goes into the locker when you go to these clubs. From what I can gather anyway, you, you put everything into the locker, phones, the whole lot, and then if you need something, you go to the locker and you get it out. Yeah, this is how naive we are about the whole process. That's right. <laughs> but we won't be in the future. Very soon. That's well, right. Very soon. <laughs> By the end of the year, we'll, we'll know all about this sort of stuff. Yeah, and maybe there's a market out there. Yeah, that's right. Hey, there's a great business idea. Anybody want to start selling swinger bags, right? If you're going to do that, First of all, you need to uh, come speak to us because we're going to trademark it. <laughs> <laughs> Except Orison will probably sue us because we use the word swinger. Correct. So we'll have to come up with a different name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a swinger bag. Um, the other thing, too, I've got listed here. Again, I've got a bunch of stuff, different stuff listed here. but And I don't know why I've put this in this order. But anyway, we are going to Sexpo again. We are. Although they've called it Love X now. Yep. Love X in Australia. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> super excited about going, but I'm a little bit dubious about this whole name change thing, right? So the and you know the promotion for this thing that was all over Instagram was uh, they've changed the name because now it's better and it's more professional, or whatever. Um, and apparently they were a sexpo, they were shadow banned. And I thought, well, if they were shadow banned, how come I seem to still get all their Instagram, you know, posts and everything? They clearly weren't shadow banned that well. Um, but anyway, so they changed the name and now under new new company and stuff. Um, but for all that effort, when we went to buy the tickets and I went onto their website, they still had stuff from last year. So yeah, they still had some of the events were still listed down as 2022. So LoveX, if anyone out there listens to this podcast, if you're going to try and rebrand yourself and say that you were shadow band and now you're a new company everything get your shit together and fix your website before you tell everybody because <laughs> <laughs> it, it took me when i was trying to organize tickets i was like well hang on a moment what am i buying the tickets for because it says 2022 here <laughs> so that was a there was a bit of un, you know uncertainty about it when the the tickets first came on sale and the other thing too which is surprising was in the past, these events would come around every couple of years. The big event. We've got a whole podcast about the last one we went to. I can't remember what episode it was, three or four or something. But they come around every couple of years. But obviously, they didn't come around because COVID had got postponed and our last last time we went to, you know, got postponed twice. But the fact is coming out literally in like two weeks' time. We're going to be there in two weeks' time. Two? Yeah, two weeks' yeah, time. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks' time. And we kind of didn't expect it to happen. And it was literally, it just popped up on my Instagram feed one day. And I saw it and went, oh, Right, what's this? And then that's when I clicked on the link and it took me back to the sex web page for 2022. And I thought, oh, okay, so this is on again. Let's go. So we looked at the tickets and we looked at the ticket dates. But we're going on a holiday in a week's time. And the days this was on was when we were going to be away on holiday. So what did I do, Mrs. H? 
What did you do? You threw all the plans that I'd put in place and asked if we could leave a day earlier and come back a day early, which then involved me talking with accommodation and so forth to get everything rejigged. But we made it happen, didn't we? We did. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I said, we got to go. You know, we said last time we were there, we got to go again. Next time they do this, we'll go. So, yeah, I basically made us move the entire family holiday one day backwards so that we could go to this gig. But mind you, though, the caveat was that if I couldn't, then we'd have to miss out. Yeah, well. Not you, on the holiday, though. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were Well, we were going to work out how to go to one of the other ones in uh, Brisbane or Melbourne. And the problem we had there was I think the the Brisbane one was going to be it's literally only in like four or five weeks' time. So we wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have been able to do that. And then the Melbourne one, we got a concert coming up for a band called Wigwam, which are a Norwegian glam metal band. They are awesome. I've been fans of these guys since like 2005 when they first came out. Um, but they've never toured Australia and we booked tickets. We were supposed to go see them at the beginning of the year and COVID hit one of the, the, the members of the band. So they cancelled the show and the show was going to get postponed to later this year. And every time I contact the touring uh, company, the promoter, they keep telling me, oh, t- yeah, the new dates will be announced next week, next week, next week. And I'm still waiting for these dates. The last information they gave me was early November, which is when Sexpo in Melbourne, I think it is, is going to be on. And I don't want to double book, you know, this this gig. So that's been a bit of an issue. But we are now going to the one in Sydney, and it's in a week's time, two weeks' time, and we're looking forward to it. And this time I splashed out, didn't I? You did. You bought expensive tickets. I did. So in the previous two times we've been, the very first time we went, um, we bought just, the, I think we bought the VIP package at the time. Mm. And that was, it was the mid of the range. You had the basic package, the VIP, and then you had the, the extensive one, whatever it was. Uh, and I bought the VIP one the very first time around, I think, because it just gave us, I don't know, it gave us a show bag or something. And we were totally new to that. So we didn't know what to expect. So we thought, yeah, let's, let's get that. We'll get this bag of goodies and we'll see what they're like. Most of the stuff in the bag weren't very good. But anyway, first time, that's what we did. Second time, last year, when we bought it, they rejigged all the ticketing prices. And they said, right, okay, here's all the new tickets. And it was all one flat price. And there was going to be no, what they call microtransactions, which we turned out was not quite true. But anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. So the tickets were one price. So we bought the tickets. And then COVID came along and it got cancelled. Rescheduled, I should say. Then COVID stuck around and it got rescheduled again. So then by the time finally we were able to go to this show, what they did was they went, oh, you know what? If you buy tickets on a Sunday, we've got this extra package where you get all these extra stuff. But we'd already had our tickets from pre-COVID. And there was no way to upgrade these tickets to the Sunday because you buy the tickets for the particular day you want to go, whether it's a, it's on a Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and it's like Friday morning, Saturday, uh, uh, sorry, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday, all day or, or something like that. And we had the Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, uh, yeah Saturday during the day. We, we chose those ones. And, you know, we were annoyed because like, okay, so we've got these tickets. We've had these tickets for two years now. And we want to go to the Sunday show, but we can't. There's no way to upgrade these tickets, right? Without having to buy new tickets. Without having to buy new tickets. So that was kind of annoying. And we went, okay, fair enough, whatever. And last time we went, we one of the things we decided, we thought it was good, but we thought, we thought it wasn't as good as the very first time we went. And again, there's 
whole bunch of reasons why that might have been the case. Listen to our other podcast episode where we talk about it um, and you will see what we're talking about here. But anyway, we decided next time we would do, you know, maybe the night time. We thought maybe the vibe would be better. Like the vibe was still pretty good, but we just thought it might be a bit better if we go at the night time. But the tickets came on sale this time and they had this Sunday gig. And the Sunday gig is literally all day and into the evening, I'm pretty sure. Plus, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. So they get, you know, uh, extra. There's, I think there's a strip show. There's a catwalk show. There's a whole bunch of other things you get, free drinks and free food for like an hour or something when you first get there. There's a whole bunch of other things you get with this 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 extra ticket. And I thought, you know what? Let's do it. Let's experience everything this show has got to offer. Maybe that's what we felt last time was missing. Maybe this this will get, get it to us. So we're going on the Sunday for the entire day, you know, and get all those extra bells and whistles. That's right. So we'll see what happens. We will see what's happening. We're super excited about it. Um, and the other thing too, if I just go back to this again, bit of a rant about it. But anyway, that microtransactions last time, they said no microtransactions. I'd love to know what they define as microtransactions because we found we were still paying for other stuff when we were inside there. Now I get it. Okay drinks and food obviously you're going to pay for that that's that's a given but you know everything else seemed to be still microtransactions you want to get a photo with the porn star yeah no problem yeah 25 bucks thanks for coming you know maybe we just need to read the fine print maybe that's at 4.5 size font or something yeah but i just think that they changed changed the deal i really do because mm. again there was and again this could have been for covid it could have been for a whole bunch of reasons but there was stuff that was supposed to be there that we never saw yeah that's we right find it. so this time, I thought, I don't want to get caught out. We want to have the best time ever. So let's just throw the money at it and buy the big tickets uh, and we'll go and experience everything. And see what happens. See what happens, yeah. So now one of the things I do want to do when we get there at some point during the day is what, Mrs. H? Oh, there's lots of things. Are you talking about hand signals? No, no, we'll get, we'll get to that later. <laughs> we talked about this, oh, going back to our conversation oh, in the car we're again. we talking about the, no, um, we the lap got, dance. Yeah, we decided we've got goals and we decided we're going to have some mini goals. Yes, the mini goals. Yeah. The mini goals that Mr. H has got a big smile on his face about. So one of the mini goals was basically that I get a lap dance. That's right. Because it didn't work out last time because you didn't feel confident. No, no. And it was... Yeah, it was one of those things, wasn't it? We were watching the strip show. Yep. And you were watching me watching the girls. Yep. <laughs> and then Mr. H asked me then, did I want to have a lap dance? That he was quite happy to pay for that. And um, I kind of chickened out in the end, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You did. You said, no, didn't want to do it. But this time. This time it's one of the mini goals. We're going to get there, aren't we? <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Damn, you're going to do this whether you like it or not. <laughs> we'll see what mis what happens, Mr. H, <laughs> if you're a good boy. <laughs> I paid big bucks for this. <laughs> Only if you're a good boy. <laughs> Only if I'm a good boy, yeah. So that's one of the things. So we're, we are super excited about going to this event. Um, you know, as going to cap off a great holiday. We haven't had a holiday for, well, since before COVID. So... We're only going for a week. We're going to see relatives, you know, just to get away is going to be awesome. Uh, really looking forward to it. And then we come back and literally we, we'll... Drop the bags off. Drop the bags off. Drop the kids off. The next morning we're up. See you later, children. We're going to Sydney for this gig and we'll see you tomorrow. Yep, that's it. So if nothing else, we're staying overnight in Sydney. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we'll, we're going to have a great time. So we're really looking forward to that. And then I guess we'll tell you all about it in our next episode whenever we get around to recording it. And maybe I'll have an update about the lap dance. Maybe. <laughs> I, I hope you will. Yeah. All right. So moving on from that, uh, I've got, oh, I've got this listed down. So this is, this is a thing that I've literally only been playing with for a couple of days. It's called the Pineapple app. Pineapple app. Yeah, so this was the thing we had to do the verification for oh, the other yeah. night. Yeah, so Mrs. H doesn't know a lot about this. I don't know a lot about it. I've literally been playing with it for a couple of days. It is an app that you can download, and um, if you do a search on the App Store, good luck trying to find it. Um, the easiest way is to go to their website, which is thepineapple.app. If you go there, it gives you all the links and everything. You can download it on the Play Store or the um, uh, App Store for, for Apple. So it's basically Instagram for swingers. That's what it looks like to me anyway. Um, we came across it. Remember I showed you, this is a, probably about a month or so ago mm. when they were promoting it. They hadn't released it. It's only been out for like a couple of weeks anyway at this stage from recording today. It's been out for about two, maybe three weeks. I don't know, but not very long. Um, and before that, there was a bunch of people on Twitter that we follow have been promoting it, you know, it's going to be released in a month's time, et cetera, et cetera. And we looked into it and the promotions, they didn't really say much about it other than it's going to be, you know, made by swingers, for swingers, and it's a way to connect and everything. And initially I thought, okay, well, we, we thought we talked about it and we, we thought this is just going to be like one of those dating apps, right? Only for swingers. And I suppose it probably is in a way you can definitely use it that way. But now that we've actually been able to see it, it looks very similar to Instagram and works in a very similar way. Now, it doesn't have all the features that Instagram have, but it's brand spanking new, and I'm assuming they're going to import a whole bunch of other stuff and make it better as they go. It looks like it's got a lot of potential. So we've been playing, or I've been playing around with it because I do most of the social media. <laughs> um, the only thing I can say at the moment, because there's obviously, you know, it's a small market, so there's not a lot of information about how to use it. Now, that sounds kind of silly. We think, well, if it's just like Instagram, it should be quite self-explanatory. But there are some things there where I've struggled to try and understand how it works at the risk of sounding absolutely stupid. And this is going to be out there for prosperity forever. Um, and I'll probably listen to this in a couple of weeks' time and think, what an idiot. How did I not know that? One of the things I've been struggling with this app is trying to figure out how do I follow people. And I think I figured it out this morning, right? Because when you open it up, just like Instagram, you know, you've got an option to you know, see your feed and then who's, who you're following, right? So tab says following, tap on that. Obviously, we're not following anyone yet because we only just started, so there's nothing there. But when you go to somebody's profile, there's nowhere I can see anywhere that actually says tap to follow. So how do you follow someone? I think, and maybe someone who's using it can reach out to me and let me know this. Uh, I think this is the way it is. I think there's a button called Wink. And I think you tap on wink and that is a follow button. Now, the reason I am unsure is because to me, if I'm winking at someone, it's kind of, I don't know, it's almost like a, hey, it's like a come on type thing, right? But I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I think the wink button is the follow button. So I'm going to try that out, see what happens. Oh, good luck. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So it's, it's an interesting app. I think it's got a lot of potential. It'd be interesting to see where it goes. And well, we're, well, we're trying out. We'll see what happens. But it also requires uh, fairly strict verification too, which is great. 
I thought. So, I mean, it's a pain in the ass setup, but it's great. So you basically, when you open it up, uh, you've got to send a photo of yourself holding your ID, you know, and a photo of your ID so they can actually confirm you are a real person and you're not some dodgy, creepy, spamming bot, which we had to sit there and try and get the photo right the other night. Yes, it took us like 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's a good thing, though, because that way, you know, and they claim that somebody, you know, it's not being automated and approval isn't automated. It's actually someone sitting there and that's their job is to look at these hundreds of photos and coming in and going, yep, you are a legit person. They advertise it as it's going to stop the creeps. I don't think it's going to stop the creeps because you can still be a creepy dude and just take your photo with your ID and you're in. Um, But at least I guess it's going to stop some of the spam accounts that you see in like Twitter and Instagram. Like we get a whole bunch of them that start following us and I look at it and think, what the hell is that? That's that's not a real person, you know. Um, So at least a lot of that stuff won't, won't be there. So anyway, we're trying it out. We'll see what happens. Maybe you guys could try it out. Let us know if you are trying it out um, and we'll, yeah, see where it goes. The other thing I came across, I got this on my list here, right? I thought it was great. You know, it was funny, but I thought this was great, was the party house. At least I'm calling it the party house anyway. The party house. The party house, yeah. Do you remember me showing that the other day? Yes, yes, I remember. Do you remember what it was? Wasn't it the house in Western Sydney that was purchased? Yeah. And they decked it out. As a proverbial party slash swingers house. Yeah. So these people. In suburbia. Yeah. These people and, you know, more power to you, man. Good on you guys for doing this. Right. So they bought this house out Western Sydney way, a giant big house. Right. Uh, and I'm sure it wouldn't have been cheap. It probably would have been a million dollars, I suppose, somewhere about that. Right. Maybe more. Uh, they bought this big house and then decked the whole thing out basically as a not a swingers club, but a swingers party house. And then they hold events there, right? Um, and I I came across this, somebody we follow on Instagram, I can't remember who it was, but somebody we follow on Instagram had, you know, liked something from somebody else and you know, you know what it's like on Instagram. Anyway, and I'd clicked on on these links and it took me to this person or this, this account, this Instagram account. And I thought, okay, what's this all about? And I've clicked on their website, right? And there it is. I thought, oh, wow, check this out. These guys, are, and they literally, I think they had their first event only like last weekend or something like that. Um, but they had basically bought this house. They'd put the the um, spa in or the jacuzzi in. Like It's a 10-person jacuzzi, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. Right, and then they got like five bedrooms set up. They got the bar. It looks like, from the photos, it looks like they've built the bar into the double garage. I don't know. I'm just. It looks that way in the photo. But um, but they got the pool table, the whole lot, this house smack bang in the middle of suburbia and it's a swingers party house at least i'm calling it a party house <laughs> i just think that's brilliant <laughs> could you imagine the neighbors oh the neighbors probably don't know <laughs> what's all these people running backwards and forwards naked in the back garden <laughs> <laughs> I, but anyway i thought that was absolutely brilliant so you know to those people that that bought and decked that house out if you ever listen to this you know kudos to you guys man that's pretty cool yeah Maybe one day we'll visit that. I don't know. Depends on where our adventure takes us. Mm, that's exactly right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So get yeah, that's that's a whole bunch of stuff that's been happening to us over the last few weeks. And getting on to actually the topic. We didn't really mention the topic at all. The topic of this podcast episode was all about signals and code words. Right. We've heard about this. Heard about people talking about this on other podcasts, and we've read about it. 
And we thought we'd talk about it, you know, how would they work and what would you use? Uh, we even when we went to Sexpo last year, they talked about some code words they're using, like the kink scene, which we thought was kind of interesting. So we thought, well, let's let's chat about it. You know, how are we going to do that? So on the first list here of the code words and signals and stuff is the concept of pineapples. I've got pineapples, black rings, and flamingos. Uh, we learned about the flamingo. We didn't know about this when we actually learned about this from one of our relatives that we were out for dinner with a few weeks ago. Remember? Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, one of our cousins was telling us this this dream they had, and you know, anyway, it was they were telling us about flamingos. They said, "You know how you you know a, a swinger house is because they had these flamingos in their front garden." We'd never heard of that before. We've always heard of the pineapples. Yeah, we've heard of the pineapple, and then it's the, is it the panthus grass? Mm. Yeah, we've heard about those, but never the flamingos. Um, anyway, so I was intrigued and as I often do, I went and decided to look this up. And was it true? Not that I could find. Um, I'm not even sure where this actually started, but there was some references online to, to the concept of flamingos, but it definitely seemed to be a bit of a dodgy one that's just become a stereotypical, you know, meme or whatever out there, but it's, it's, it doesn't seem to be true at all. And with that also the black rings the black rings now correct me if i'm wrong if somebody out there knows better than i do please please let us know we're not perfect <laughs> the black rings also seems to be um a bogus one out there as well so it looks as if somebody somewhere had this idea of how how can we you know uh spot each other when we're out and about um and so yet yeah, you're part of the swinging community i know let's create black rings and we'll sell these things and it kind of looks like it somewhat took off from there because everyone I've we've listened to in podcasts and you know and we've read nobody seems to be actually wearing these things, uh, but so I seem to think this black rings is just a bit of a dodgy one. The only uh, I guess trying to think the words here, but the only thing that goes against my argument that I think this is dodgy was we saw an episode. If you this is all we must be maybe six months ago, maybe longer now. We saw an episode of a TV show here in Australia. And it's called You Can't Ask That. And it's on the ABC network uh, in Australia. And they were asking swingers. Uh, and the couple that own the swinging club, Our Secret Spot in Sydney, which will be the one we plan to visit at some stage, they were on there and they were talking about you know, their, their experiences. And there was this other couple that were on this TV show. And you actually pointed out, you said, oh, he's wearing a black ring. Do you remember that? No, not quite. But anyhow. I remember it because, I, you know, it was just one of those things, right? Mm. Um, anyway, and we, I figured that, and again, if I'm wrong about this, please someone tell me. I figured that they were probably new to the lifestyle because, again, every time I've gone looking for this information, the black ring thing seems to pop up with people who are new in the, in the lifestyle. So I think this is just some sort of marketing scam. Somebody somewhere thought, well, we can flog these things off. And there you go. Because most experienced people in the winging lifestyle, from what I can gather, anyway, don't wear these black rings at all. So again, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what it seems to be. Um, and then the pineapple. Where did the pineapple come from? Do you know? No. Do you? I think so. Do you tell? Okay. So I heard this story. Um, I think I heard this on, um, on a podcast. Uh, it might have been, 
it might have been the Bedhoppers UK. I think I heard it there. And I might get this wrong because it's ages since I've heard this one. But I think the story goes something along the lines, or maybe, no, maybe it wasn't on the Bedhoppers. Maybe it was on, um, what's that other one we listened to? The one that wrote the book. Oh, Vanilla to Vixen. Vanilla to Vixen, yeah. Maybe I heard it there. Anyway, I heard it somewhere. Um, and the story went something along the lines of back in uh, after World War II, back in the 50s or something like that, US servicemen, when they had to go to Korea or, or somewhere like that, um, and they would leave their wives behind, they would have like this little deal with one of their buddies or whatever. You know, while I'm away fighting, you look after my wife. And oh. the pineapple comes from, apparently they would give you a pineapple because apparently that's some sort of traditional, I guess in Hawaii or somewhere, I don't know where pineapples come from, but that's some sort of traditional uh, gift or something, you know, something along those lines. And it basically came from there. I can't remember the exact story, but it was, I did hear that's kind of the idea. And then from that, it kind of then grew to this idea of having an upside down pineapple in the trolley, shopping the trolley when you're out buying your groceries you know, and that would be how you could identify other people. But of course, when you really think about it, at least I, I'm, I think about it this way, when you really think about it, it doesn't make any sense to be walking around with a shopping trolley with a pineapple upside down. Well, no, what happens if you just buy that pineapple because you're going to cook with it or juice it or something? Exactly right. And, you know, I'm sure there are better places to meet other people in the lifestyle than in your local grocery store. <laughs> it's not exactly a pickup hub, is it? No, not the not the not the grocery shops we go to. <laughs> no, so I yeah I'm I think that's where a lot of that sort of stuff came from, and it's just kind of expanded. Someone's you know twisted the story around a little bit, and then Chinese whispers over the ages. So you end up with this concept of a pineapple, which is the name of our podcast, mm. the Pineapple Code. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, yeah. So meanwhile, going on to that. When do you think, Mrs. H, when do you think it would be good to use codes? Oh, we've been using them, haven't we? We have. Yeah, so so Mr. H and I, when we go out, we always hold hands. 23, you know, 22, 23 years after we started dating. Yep, we've always held hands when we've gone out. Yeah, I know. It might seem like a soppy thing to a lot of people out there, but we love it. We love it. And so we've developed this code when someone attractive walks past, haven't we? We have. And it's basically just a thumb tap. That's right. So if I see someone I think is particularly sexy, I'll thumb tap on uh, Mrs. H's hand and that way we can share without saying, check that out. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody knows except for us. That's right. And Mrs. H will thumb tap back, although... Miss H's got to practice on her thumb tapping technique. Yeah. So sometimes she does the squeeze. <laughs> I'm a bit rusty. <laughs> That's right. And the squeeze, we usually squeeze each other's hand when we were saying, check that moron out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting mixed messages at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. He's used to it because we're married. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to be a mind reader. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's 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 a, a sneaky little code we've come up with, and we've been having fun with that, haven't we? We have. We have because we had a disaster where we were, where we, we we were trying to make it into a game, didn't we? When we went up to Sydney yeah, last that's right. year, and. Well, the game was called, was it Heroes? Hero and Zero. Hero and Zero, that's right. But what we didn't, well, let me rephrase that. 
we also had the shadow with us yes. and we're trying to play this game and it didn't work out to how we thought it was going to play out. Yes, because of course, yeah, the, the, so the idea of the game was you'd see someone you thought was pretty sexy and you go, oh, there's a hero. And if you saw someone who was definitely not, you go, there's a zero, right? Um, but of course, yeah, the shadow, she thought, I'll play this game too. <laughs> so this is how the whole thumb tapping developed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. God, I love that. <laughs> it evolved. It evolved, yeah. So now it works really well. Yeah, so that's definitely one way. But I, I guess in the future, going forward in the future, when we're um, at that point when we are engaging in you know some adventures with other people, how do you think we might want to use codes and stuff then? Well, it's what we've discussed, isn't it? That basically, you know, if we, you know, if it's if it's going well, if it's not going so well, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If we need to check in with each other or something like that, um, you know. And I, it's also one of those things. I suppose you've got to come up with a, a a code or a word or a saying or something that's not going to sound out of place and not going to be blindingly obvious. If you're thinking this is just not working out, we've got to get out of here. What can we use? Mm. So we've been throwing some words together, haven't we? We've got a we've got a list. Yeah, we've got a list going <laughs> of different things until we settle on something. We think, yeah, that would work in pretty much every instance. You know, I mean, you can't exactly say, "Oh, I would feel like going for a coffee." You know, <laughs> as you know, your cue to let's get out of here. You know, it probably wouldn't work if you're basically butt naked and right right about to get involved. And the other couples, like they say. Why the hell are they going for a coffee? Yeah, it's yeah. a bit obvious. Yeah, so we've got to work on our code words. So if anyone has got any code words that they use, you know, feel free to share with us. That's right. We promise not to tell anyone. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's kind. Of, I guess it's kind of important to have those little little things going on for each other. You know, especially checking to make sure each other's okay. You know, again, we haven't done anything yet, but. When we get to that point, it's going to be really important, I think, from everything we've listened, everything we've read, really important to keep make sure we're checking in and make sure everyone's okay with what we're doing, you know, and what the other person's doing. So having those sorts of little ways of communicating that, I think, would be really, really important. All right, so that brings us, really, I guess, to the end of all the things we've been doing. Our main agenda for this episode really wasn't that short which was pretty good glad we've been busy because otherwise it would have been a very short podcast talking about codes that went for all about 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> but before we finish we've got a crazy media story hopefully people like it when i do these things <laughs> because i put a lot of effort in trying to find these but anyway so this one is uh it's a little bit out of date because obviously when we're planning as as we always do when we're planning our episode and then it takes us like five or six weeks to actually get around to recording it but this one, and I've got an update on this one too. So this is the heading of the crazy media story for this episode. Strip club boss launches European sex championships, but Britain's representative withdraws for health reasons. So anyway, the gist of it is that this guy running this club in Europe decides to have uh, the world championships of sex and that basically... They're going to have a bunch of people go over there and represent their own country and, I don't know, keep fucking until they drop or something. And whoever's the last man standing is going to be the winner, right? The World Cup of Sex. Now, um, you know, 
I thought this was a bit crazy. I thought this is just nuts. According to the the article here, it says that the uh, the event will have about 19 representatives from more than 10 European countries. So maybe not the World Cup of Sex, maybe just the European Cup, uh, uh, including porn stars and OnlyFans models because, hey, you've know, got to get that thrown in there just to try and make it sound a bit more exciting, right? Um, the event is to be held uh, at an unknown location in Gothenburg in Sweden. The uh, details of the first, first event first emerged. Many were left in disbelief over claims that Scandi authorities had recognized uh, the event as an official sport. Well, there you go. I thought that was hilarious myself. Okay, so they have decided that this is all good and it's an official sport to basically fuck until you drop. Now, um, I'm not going to read through too much. It's a quite, it's not a hugely long article, but it's, it's kind of funny to read through and I'll link it in the show notes. But there's an update to that. Since I put that together, um, the event apparently just went pear-shaped and it was basically didn't, I don't know if it didn't happen. Oh no, it did happen, I think, but it was just an absolute shambles. Uh, and obviously the people there were rather pissed off. They, it wasn't what they expected. I mean, let's face it, really, the European Championship of Sex. An undisclosed location. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so that English person who decided to withdraw for health reasons, well, kudos to you, man. You, you, you picked it and you did the right thing. Uh, you wouldn't have had to deal with all the crap that came with it. So, yeah, there you go. That's a crazy media story about the European Championship of Sex. <laughs> anyway, that is it for this episode. Remember, you guys can contact us. Um, you can contact us on our email, which is the pineapple code 01 at gmail.com. You can get us on Twitter at pineapple code, and we're on Instagram at the pineapple code. Man, I know it's three different things. We could never seem to get everything to match up, particularly Twitter, because Twitter only lets you have so many uh, letters or characters in your username. So that is our socials. Please. As we always say, if we're getting something wrong, we're coming across poorly, please let us know. Reach out to us. Because we're learning. And we want to know more. We want to get better at this. So, you know, please do. Please contact us and tell us everything you, you want to. Uh, and maybe we'll talk about some of the things that you tell us on our podcast, the good and the bad and the ugly. So, anyway, that's it for me. And, and that's it for me. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.